what's up what's happening what's going on this is your girl Kate and I am back yes I have been gone for a while uh, due to love life and bullshit happening in my own life and so now that things have smoothed their way out I can see a little bit of the top of the water I would say I am back I am making time and inverting time into follow my dreams to chase something and so this is something that I want to do and if it's something that you want to do you'll make time to do so you have to make every bit of your 24 hour day count so that means robbing time from one place to apply time to another place then that's what that means because you only have 24 hours in one day to get things done And sometimes those things are on unorthodox, how you may have to go through to complete a goal, but the end task is getting the goal complete. And as long as it doesn't interfere or conflict with anything else that you have going on, then there's no reason that you can't do so. So again, I'm back and I'm ready to go forward. So there's a lot of things going on in the world today. I'm not going to talk about the coronavirus. There's nothing else to really say about it because you hear it all day, every day. It's definitely a part of our 24-hour day period topic. So I'm not going to talk about that. But what I will talk about and want to talk a little bit of is about mental health. Uh, there's a lot of there's been a lot of issues, a lot of stories, articles, videos for years and years, of course, about mental health, um, the instability of, of not having well mental health. So mental health is something that is very important. Uh, we as black people and it's not being racist, but it's just what it is. We as black people have never or were told or were made to grow up thinking that, you know, it, it whatever you're going through, it is what it is and you'll get through it. Um, never really to try to find the logic or any explanation, if any, as to, you know, what you may be going through, emotions you may be feeling, why you're feeling them, who's causing them and things like that you know basically when we talk about going to see a therapist or a counselor you know that's something that was always of the white world um but more and more today there's been a lot of issues about mental health and people that are going through some crisis because of the instability of their mental health and it's not something that needs to be you know, continue to be swept under the rug or shied about or to feel ashamed about because if you're not in strong mental health, how can you be, you know, uh, an important factor for number one, yourself, number two, your family, you know, if you run a business or something of that matter, if you're not in strong mental health, how can you juggle all these things if these are separate components in your life? and and maintain it on a straight line you know so mental health is definitely something that's important 
and it does need to be talked about. It is not just for uh, the white world. It's for everybody of all colors, races, ages, you know, because mental health, of course, affects everybody. If you're living and breathing, you have a brain that works functionally. Everybody is affected by it. We all go through different things in life, uh, different situations and circumstances, and not everyone can handle those situations and circumstances the same way. Of course, they won't because we're different. So it's definitely an important topic to discuss and to put out there. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you inadequate. It doesn't make you insufficient because you may go to or want to go to or thinking about going to talk to a therapist or a counselor. You know, you're looking for help. Then the first aid in getting help is to go you know, want to go to get help, want to understand what is going on with you, uh, why you're feeling this way, or why when you're around this person, these these are emotions that you get. You know, there's a, a lot of different circumstances and reasons. So, you know, sometimes we have to go seek, you know, even if it's not professional help, sometimes you may just need to, you know, you wonder why you vent to a friend or you vent to a family member. You know, you're getting mental help in this sense because you're discussing what's going on with you you're allowing those emotions uh those raging feelings to escape from within inside of you so you're getting mental help and not even knowing that you are so but it's just in the way that is being interpreted oh you go into a counselor or a therapist oh that's for white people or whatever Again, you know, if you're venting to a a friend or a family member, you're doing the same thing. But the point is, it's definitely, like I said, that, that we need to discuss. You know, we can't walk around here thinking that we're machines and, you know, we don't get worn down or, or tired or worn out from thinking all day on various levels. You know, we think about personal issues we think about family issues we think about business issues and aspects and ventures and you know just dreams and ambitions and aspirations so all day your mind is thinking 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 and if you add well you know you're short on resources because you want to start a business or you know some type of different financial aspect or if it's something personal you may be going through it in a marriage or a, a relationship uh, with a spouse or, you know, with a friend or a family member. So, you know, you're thinking, thinking, thinking all day. And if you're just on top of living life, going to work, dealing with the pressures of work, uh, dealing with issues going on at home, you know, whatever life has, you know, whatever is in your life that you have going on and you're mixing that with all this thinking what do you you know suppose that you have going on in your mind you know and it's a possibility that your mental health becomes unstable at some point and you lose focus and you lose uh direction you know some people get um depressed or you know uh act differently go left so to speak because of mental health reasons and 
you know, it's not really something that I, I'm not a credited uh, professional or anything like that, of course. But it's just a point of I put it out there because it's something that we need to, especially as a black race, you know, we have to learn how to open up to our kids and let our kids be expressive to us as parents, as um a authority a authority person or figure and you know some youngsters life you know we have to allow them to express themselves you can't just continue to uh to, to have someone grow up and not be able to express how they feel and why they feel that way you know that's that's um suppressing their mental health growth you know you're you're showing them or you're enabling to them that they're not allowed to express themselves for whatever reason, whether, you know, you'll get them to thinking that nobody will understand them. Or if I say this, they'll think I'm crazy or whatever. So the point is to, to, to erase that type of, of, uh, parenting or that type of caregiving, that type of nurturing is we have to erase that because it is imperative to, to, understand first self-expression and then to be able to feel comfortable expressing how you feel or how you are and I'm not saying in a way of being you know um uniquely different uh by way of appearance or something like that I'm just saying in a general sense of being allowed to express how you feel regardless if you're the only person in the room that feels this way so if you're amongst 50 people and 49 people feel the same you may be that one that feels different you should not you know be peer pressured to not want to express that out of the 49 people me being the 50th person I don't agree with that you know and we have to allow show that our kids that that that's okay you know and it is okay and it is okay to think different of course we're in an era and time now where the normality isn't what it used to be we're in a time where now what was what it what was think to be normal is looking like the abnormal and the abnormal is the normal so you know you would think why mental health would still even be an issue in a time where things have definitely changed dramatically and drastically, but yet it still is. So, you know, I'm not trying to make a, a episode out of this, but it is a topic or something that I did want to throw out into the air because once again, it is a sensitive subject. It's a powerful subject and it touches everybody. It touches into every home, every child. Um, again, when we think back to certain instances, uh, especially about being bullied, um, young kids committing suicide, things of that nature, you know, that all, in my opinion, reflects back to mental, excuse me, mental health, um, to where they weren't strong enough in the mind to overcome or, or overpower, uh, a bully, uh, to overpower, Um, the thought of suicide, you know, all of that reverts back to, you know, mental health. So again, it's something that we as parents 
have to again parents caregivers nurturers however you want to frame it is something that we have to put out there to remind whoever that we you know come in contact with not only you know children or youngsters even adults you know friends of yours or family members of yours or whoever you know make them feel comfortable in the the skin that they're in and in the thoughts that they carry even if we don't agree you know you don't always have to agree we know we don't have to agree with everyone or everybody you know there can always be a compromise or just a respectable understanding I would say I may don't have to agree with how you feel and your points of views but I can respectfully understand your standpoint you know and and that's just a courtesy um so like again I'm not gonna make a full um episode of that but just putting it out there that it is important that it is impactful and that is something that we need to always continue to be aware of and talk about and share and expand because it's important and it's vital to our society It's vital within our households within our schools and so forth and so on so again i would appreciate if um you know again it it just it, it gets acknowledged because it's 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 real mental health is really real in so many areas mental health has done a lot of damage um, literally because you know it it wasn't noticed or it was misunderstood misinterpreted Uh, moving right along um, today this episode is just totally random and spontaneous it's nothing that I really had planned on or, or thought about I just felt like jumping in the moment of of just doing it. So that's why if you just hear me really, not really like rambling, but just, you know, really just trying to think of something to say. Um, how unprofessional does that sound? Yeah, I would guess it would sound kind of unprofessional. But uh, given from my the first time I jumped out doing this, uh, I said I wanted to keep it as authentic as possible. And so this right now is a very authentic moment of me actually getting my train of thoughts together for something else to quickly discuss. Um, Well, I just jump into what I posted on Facebook uh, not so long ago. Uh, I was on the internet, something I seen on YouTube with one of the members of Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, Crazy Bone. And I'm not really sure uh, the name of his podcast, but he has a podcast on. Uh, again, I, I don't know the name of it, but if you're interested, I guess just would type in Crazy Bones uh, podcast, and I'm sure you would find how to get there. But there was uh, something that he was talking about, about um, the media industry. And... I was rather uh, shocked, as he said also when he shared it, I was shocked in the fact of that, you know, I, I, I try to know a lot about, a little bit about a lot. I try to know as much as I can on a lot of various things that's, that's going on within the world, within our society. And to my surprise, I did not know anything about this. I knew that our prison systems 
were corrupt, so to speak. Um, I knew they were making, you know, buku dollars off of, you know, keeping the prisons and the jails filled to capacity and over. What I did not know was that they were in partnership with the entertainment industry, meaning music, media, magazines, and etc. So to my surprise, when I looked at, or when I, well, yeah, when I was um, looking at this video and listening to what he was sharing, I was very surprised. And then it all made sense from things that I knew prior to seeing this video and for the things that I just now was exposed to while watching this video. And it's very disturbing that is disturbing but not surprising. But it's disturbing that the the world that we live in, that whether I guess the powers that be here on the land would again dupe a race of self-destruction on and, and really it's not racism when you look at it from the powers that be of the land standpoint. It's not racism. It's about power and wealth. But for the other side, the one, the side that gets affected by it in the majority, which is the African-American side, that we were duped again into a situation. And the situation is that we go back to thinking about when the genre of music that our race created, which was uh, rap, you know, hip hop. And when you think about how, when it first came to be and how the powers that be of the land had made known that they weren't expecting that genre of music to be out for as long as it has been out. And it has been out for more than they expected. And so when they went through, as I can recall, the motions of trying to get rid of rap um, from saying that uh, when special and gangster rap hit the scene, uh, being that it was, you know, violent and, you know, disrespectful to the women and, you know, just was given such a bad name was, you know, the cause of you know, drugs and, and, and guns and violence and everything like that. And so when they, they tried to say that, that that was causing, because of that music was causing so much of that to go on, especially when, you know, crack hit the scene and stuff like that. Um, and when they seen that that didn't make rap disappear. So basically we see that we can't get rid of this genre. And we've already tried to slander the content of what's in it. And that didn't work. Even though it enabled a lot of things that went on in the uh, impoverished neighborhoods and low-income neighborhoods and communities and so forth. But even still, it did not go away. So, and we can't beat them, join them. But we'll put a little twist in there. And what I mean by that is, is that even though they couldn't make it disappear, so we will invite it, 
but we're only going to invite a certain type of rap. The same rap, the same content of rap that they used to slander in the 80s is the rap that they've now invited and made a vital part, a vital representation of what rap is about today. The same content is what they make billions and billions of dollars off of in the prison system. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is the same content of the drugs, the violence, the disrespect, whatever, that same content is the content that happens in the neighborhoods of where the youngsters and the younger and even older, but more or less for the younger generation that's out here doing uh, a lot of the gang violence, a lot of the gun violence, the drug use. That's what. That's why they're in partnership with the prison systems, with the jails, because they're out here listening to this music and they're getting amped up and they're doing all this stuff, but yet at the same time they're getting arrested, they're you know becoming incarcerated. So, I mean, honestly, my hat's off to them because that was definitely well played. Um, it takes a maniacal person or a set of people to, I guess, uh, judge a set of people, to judge a race of people, to know that they will fall into the own, th- th- fall into a trap that they, that they made. I mean, we, our race created rap music, but when rap music first was established, that wasn't the content of rap. The, the first content of rap was feel good party uh, message rap music it was uh, political it was again giving a message it was opening your eyes or either you know your partying your vibing your chilling you know that was the first content of rap music and I guess because it wasn't doing so good for the powers that be of the land side of it for the KRS-1s that was out before the public enemies, the, the leaders of the new school, uh, the Queen Latifas, and for many, many, many more that I have left out, uh, definitely um, DMX, Tupac, uh, for the one Scarface, uh, again, for many more that I have left out, um, their delivery of the rap music at the time, you know, wasn't doing good, wasn't doing them any good in their pockets. So we had to get rid of that rap music. You know, we had to get rid of that content because it wasn't helping us. It wasn't making us more than more money than we were already making just off the music alone. So, you know, we had to find another avenue so we got to get rid of that music. So what we're going to do, get rid of that content and enable the very content that's destructive because apparently that's the kind of content of music that they like. And that's the kind of content of music that we get the better actions of because they go out here and do exactly what's being said in this rap music and they end up going to jail or prison for years and we're going to make much more money that way. So I was I was shocked 
to 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 learn that because again we we were duped um just to think that off of creating a, a certain type of music and even when um NWA you know introduced the gangsta rap of course um you know I don't think no one even thought that it would be flipped around and used in this manner. You know, it was just, again, NWA introducing it from the way that they saw what was going on in, you know, their neighborhood where they were growing up, of course, just like anywhere else, anybody else. But for the powers that be of the land to turn around and flip it around on us and to use that genre, our genre of music against us, again, to make a double, triple, quadruple uh, flip is, you know, again, like I said, is definitely well played. Um, so what does that mean? What am I speaking about? What is what is my next thought about that? Am I going to say, oh, well, you know, do I think we, we, we shouldn't um, any longer support that type of rap music? Um, am I against that type of rap music? Um, no, I'm not. No, I'm not against that type of rap music. No, I would not say not to support that type of rap music. What I will say that, again, um, everything that we do listen to, whatever, you know, it's by your better judgment. You know, you have some people that can listen to the worst of the worst, they can hang with people that do the worst of the worst and not cross that line. And you have vice versa. You can have people in the same situation and a jump right into it. You know, may have never ever done anything bad or illegal or whatever ever in their lifetime and not have and, and be in the company thereof and not have that strong enough will not to. Again, it's all about your better judgment. It's all about how strong-minded and strong-willed you are, regardless of what you're listening to, who you're with, what they're doing, why they're doing it, whatever, whatever. You know, you have to decide, is that something you want to do or don't do? Because at the end of the day, that's what it's really about, you deciding what you're going to do. And if you don't think about the consequences of what you do, you know, once something is being done, then, you know, that's up to you, you know, so I'm not going to bash the content of the music because again, when, when it was first introduced, it was being introduced from the way that they saw it, from the way that they felt, you know, growing up in their neighborhood from, you know, the police brutality and things that we've always seen over the years, always heard over the years. But again, it just, like I said, you have to use your own better judgment. That doesn't mean because you hear somebody rap about doing seven drive-bys that should make you want to go out there and do a drive-by. It doesn't mean that because, you know, these people got a trap house that's jumping and doors are swinging so they about to swing off that you should go and open up your trap house. You know, that doesn't mean that. What it means is, what do you think is your better judgment? Now, when you make your judgment, it depends on what stage of your life that you're in. It depends on, 
you know what type of environment that you're in it depends on if you have a support system it depends on are are you by yourself I mean yeah a lot of these decisions and a lot of these things that are being said in these rap songs are based upon how people lives are being lived and led so you know I can't bash what somebody says again like I said before I can respectfully disagree you know I don't condone you know gun violence or anything like that I do condone defending yourself I do condone defending your family and your property I do condone you know standing up for yourself do I condone senseless violence no I don't because being a mother and a grandmother you know and just being a human being period whether you know somebody on a personal level, indirectly or not, it's, there's still lives being taken, you know, for senseless reasons. So I don't agree with that. But I do agree, like I said, defending yourself, standing up for yourself. Everyone has that right. Uh, someone losing their life in something senseless, no, I don't, I, I don't agree with that. Because, again, being a mother and a grandparent, you know, I have to think about my children. I have to think about my grandkids. And, you know, my other family and friends and loved ones who are on the same level as my, you know, who share the same out view as me. But the point is, again, like I said, you know, you have to use your own judgment. But it's just the fact of knowing that they use um, our own genre of music against us to make a, you know, whatever the flip was to add more money into their pockets was definitely a a, a well-played act but a a despicable act at the same time because you're you're using in some some aspects indigenous people who you know have to live this way for the moment not just because they heard it in a rap song it's because it's real life for them this is what they wake up to day in day out this is what they go to bed to day in day out this is the way that they put food on their table um, clothes on their backs, you know, just the, the very basics of life. This is what it is, you know, and I understand on many levels, yeah, they, they're breaking the law in a sense, but to, to know that you're capitalizing off of both ends, it's like that's real disrespectful and real, dis, you know, despicable in a whole sense. But again, that's the world that we live in. And you know, it's about educating and, and giving knowledge, getting knowledge and, and giving knowledge and, you know, making people aware. I mean, just because you're being told this, will it change the world? No, it won't change the world. It just because we know this information, will it stop it from happening? Of course not. But it's just the fact that, you know, you know what it does. So maybe, you know, at some point in time, you know, somebody will decide to make a stand against the content of, you know, that rap music. Like for me, uh, just in my personal point, I was not a fan of Kodak Black. I'm not taken away from his talent, not taken away from, you know, however he grew up in his area and what he had to go through to provide or be a part of the providing being done for him. But at the same time, I did not appreciate the messages of, you know, being in the stolen cars and this and that. And this was at a time where in our city, 
you know, stolos were, were the biggest thing since fish and grits. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't appreciate that because a lot of our youngins was out here, you know, getting in stolen cars, being killed, being incarcerated, killing, uh, you know, people's families, members because of this. So I was not a fan of, you know, when he first came out because that was the message that he was delivering and it was something that was more glorified by the younger generation not understanding that the decision that you were making by hearing his music, you know, you were disrupting the lives of not only yourselves but others. But that's me as my personal opinion. Like I said, I'm not taking away from Kodak Black's um, ability to be a, a, a artist or a rapper. Again, I understand, you know, where he came from and, and that was his way of life. But that's just my opinion. I didn't agree with it. Um, but any any less, um, you know, I guess it's still, this does tie in again to mental health because if you're not strong mental-wise, you know, you're not going to be strong anywhere in your life because everything we do starts with the thought. You know, everything we do starts with the thought. And that thought has to be correct in order for the action to come out as successful as the thought. So if you're not strong mentally, you can't expect any of your actions to match up to that to that thought. So, you know, I appreciate any listeners um, that will go out and take time to you know make um, to listen to this. Like I said, it may sound like. I'm just rambling or whatever. Like I said, it was really just a spontaneous thought to put this episode together. Um, Again, you know, it's just the thought of if you want to do something, you'll do it and you'll find a way and a means to get it done. And however you feel the need or want to want to do that, you know, um, they say nothing comes to sleep but a dream. So, you know, I you can't spend your day sleeping all day and expect for your dream to come true. You got to you got to do something. You got to be proactive and being proactive. You know, you have to take a first step. And sometimes the first step may be unorthodox, but it's just a point of that you took the step to get it done and that this is what this about. And the second step is to be consistent no matter what, because consistency is the key to any successful path in life. You know, you have to be consistent on anything and everything. That's the only way that you'll make whatever you're doing, you know, make room for you and to be able to provide for not only yourself, but those attached to you. So I'm at about 35 minutes and I didn't want to make this no hour long episode. So I'm about to clear it. But once again, this is Love, Life, and Bullshit with Kay. And definitely be looking out for more episodes. I haven't decided if I'm going to do an episode just a week or an episode a day. But however I fit that in, I would love and appreciate the support to share, to like, to leave uh, feedback, and just to let me know where I need to improve and you know so forth and so on again i appreciate you guys tuning in to love life and bullshit with k and i look forward to hearing from you be great 
be strong, be aware, be educated, and always love yourself and love one another. I'm out.